If you're ready for the return of the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts podcast, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the return, the one you didn't see coming, the one you didn't even ask for. Tonight, we've got the one usual suspect, Chris Cullett, and maybe a familiar face to some. He's here. He's skinnier. He's looking good. McClure Boyd. What's up, Cole? Hey, what's going on? It's glad to be back here with you gentlemen this evening. Cole, it's been a long two years. How's it been, buddy? Well, the Huffman's got new windows. That's been a big deal. Black in, black out, so we can just watch the world burn for the last two years. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds like that sounds like more than a nice little Saturday. That's a nice little that's a nice little weekend. New windows all around. Well, I didn't put the damn things in, boy. Come on now. (laughs) Like I said, we need new windows just to watch the world burn the last two years. That's been nice. And then we went to Canada because America just needs to get our stuff together. So we went there. Canada, by the way, boys, if you've never been, fabulous place. I don't know if you ever had poutine, but we ate all the poutine in Canada, and it was fantastic. Well, Boyd, what have you been up to? to uh, I, I'd really like to talk about poutine, if we can, for a minute. Just to sure. take a uh, – not to uh, not to hijack the podcast here, but uh, tell me about this poutine – and the kinds of gravy that go on these French fries that we're talking about here. Right. So, so you get fries, mostly hand-cut fries. In, in America, think maybe you're like five guys. It's kind of what you're going for with right. deep, rich, brown, hot gravy on top of the fries, followed by big old balls of cheese, cheese curds, pretty much. Um, but they're not mm. breaded. They're not breaded. It's big old cheese balls. And then a lot of places will throw some meat on there. We had it with rabbit. We had it with your uh sausages over an array of sausages and then i'm um, also had it just with bacon and i've become a poutine right. connoisseur i gained about 10 pounds in five days in canada even though we walked about seven miles a day in negative nine degree weather went dog sledding but after a nice dog sledding you go get you a guinness and get you a big old thing of poutine canada sounds really fun after you talk like that so um i may i may have to Get up to uh, get up to old Quebec and get me some poutine. They still speak French there too, so of course I fit right in. Parlez-vous um, poutine? Yep. What the hell does that mean? I think that means uh, I have to go to the restroom. Poutine. <laughs> I could be wrong, but so my my two years has been wild and wooly. If anybody wants to know about my two years, like the woolly bully, COVID COVID has been a, a crazy time for everybody, huh? Yeah, not my favorite. I'm just going to hit and, uh, make an announcement right so I, now, so everybody everybody knows. Cole Huffman, still no COVID. I think it's fake. Mm, you need you need my uh, antibody test. I have here. It it proves everybody's had it, and they've had it since. Uh, June of 2018. That's what my tests say. I don't know. But anyway, there was something I was about to say. What you've been doing for the past two years. Oh, yeah. So I decided uh, COVID would be a perfect time to get in the public office. So decided to uh, do that and uh, try to navigate a school system while we're going through COVID. So that's been fun. Yeah. That's that's about it. That's about it. I've uh, I've also been working on my uh, my wrestling shtick for for when we take over the uh, the local circuit. Maybe uh maybe create our own Appalachian circuit. But uh, I I want to be the governor with my power move as the veto, and uh, one of you guys can be my tag team partner. That'll be the common man, and we'll we'll kind of have like a. Uh, uh, governor and common man shtick, so it'd be like a bourgeoisie kind of thing. Like I'll, uh, we'll, we'll tag in, and then you come in and you, you have tattered clothes on, and I, I come in with the uh, three piece suit and the veto, and it's a, uh, that's that's really all I've done during COVID. Can, <laughs> can I volunteer? Like <laughs> can I volunteer to be the common man? Because yeah. uh, I promise I won't like strain a calf muscle uh, oh, going running on. the ropes. That's, well, don't bury. That's a, 
That's either a great that. segue or you're burying the lead. I, I can't. I don't tell. know which one. <laughs> so, we just had our fantasy football draft. What two weeks ago, gentlemen? Um, we yeah. found ourselves um, at a place called Turnbuckle Bar and Grill in Ringgold, Georgia, for being one Paul Lee, the Nature Boy Paul Lee, mind you. And the reason Chris just said RIP is the weekend we happened to be there was the last weekend that Turnbuckle Bar and Grill was in business. Um, unfortunately, uh, Paul Lee filled us in that his son, who's also blind, is going to need one of his kidneys. Um, so he's going to be hanging up professional wrestling. And he has seven other businesses. So he doesn't need this one. And he says his kids are good. Sometimes they blindside him, wink, wink, made that little joke during the show, which was really awkward. And proceeded to say that he was shutting it down and giving his son a kidney. The night before that we were there, he proceeded to tell us how he drank 42 shots one night from all his fans and was handing out shots because it was a chop for a shot. So I don't know if this guy's kidney is going to be viable for his child, but we'll uh, pray that it is. And uh, hopefully somebody will just uh, scoop up the turnbuckle bar and grill because let me tell you, it is quite the establishment. Um, Maybe, maybe not. Someone did get in the ring and decided to run the ropes, and this person may have tore their uh, calf muscle. Um, not didn't get x-rays to check. So is it is it torn for sure? No, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I don't. I mean, I haven't asked the person that it happened to. So let's dig down just a little bit harder on the turnbuckle for one second here. So just so everybody knows, the turnbuckle bar and grill has at least a at least a half size ring. I mean, I guess it's full size. I don't know. You, you wrestling aficionados tell me, is that, is that a regulation ring or what? I think that was a, a regulation ring for midget wrestling. <laughs> okay. R- regardless, it's a big ring, big old ring right in the middle of a restaurant that uh, you can sit literally two feet from. We were, we were able to reach out and touch the ring literally while we ate dirty mozzarella sticks. Those were some high-dollar seats. (laughs) High-dollar seats. They actually uh, called us the party table while we were there enjoying the the, uh, Saturday night festivities um, of the wrestling. I had one gentleman decide to sit in my lap and try to take my bucket of beer. Lover boy. That was the lover boy Lex Lee, I believe. Um, We almost got in a little bit of a fisticuffs with one of the wrestlers that came over there at the end of the night, but cooler heads prevailed. Uh, somebody decided to tell him that his mother's ass was down the road. Um, he didn't take kindly to that. I mean, he couldn't really argue it, though. <laughs> no. I mean, no. Everybody knew that she was down the road. He looked at me and he said, are you trying to hit on my mother? <laughs> Already did. <laughs> <laughs> what else about that place? Oh, the, the first night so, we went in there, uh, there was $2 beer night. <laughs> Hey, you got any two dollar beers? <laughs> and I don't care what they are. I'll, I'll definitely take. I'll stay. I'll take a two dollar beer. And the guy looks at us and says, "Well, I don't think we got any. Li- well, we might have one back there." <laughs> and what was it, Chris? He brought out a natty light. I had the last <laughs> natty light two dollar beer on two dollar beer night in at Turnbuckle Wrestling in the history of Turnbuckle Wrestling. The last two dollar beer I consumed it. Can we can we talk about the karaoke Thursday night? Um, I mean, I mean, every, every time you go to a karaoke bar like this, like your hole in the wall bar, uh, it's like an even 50, 50 split. You have 50% of people that are like good karaoke singers and you have 50% that's train wrecks. Um, it was a hundred percent train wrecks there. All five uh, of them. If I was, if I was ranking them, uh, Cole's, uh, gangster's paradise was number one. The best. Uh, yeah, it was the best. Even had the mic drop during it. You're like, I'm too good for this mic drop. <laughs> Let's talk about what we were up against. It's a low bar, but yeah, I, I think it was uh, it was so bad it was awesome. The one and that guy can be said about Thursday night and Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. The one guy singing "Go Home," and then he would he would point the crowd out to the mic of his three friends, one of which was the, the blind kid with the mullet. <laughs> And it's, it's going to go back. Get stuck. So, so was the blind kid Paul Lee's son that needs a kidney transplant? Allegedly. That's the, re- 
this is the reason the turnbuckle's shutting down. Okay, here's a side game trivia. Let's try to guess at least three of the other seven businesses of Paul Lee's. I'd turnbuckle say fitness? Well, we know that's one because we passed it. Okay. Well, I would imagine the others have to either do with fireworks or snakes, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't say for sure. I'm going to – <laughs> my my favorite part was walking it like you all I, I missed Thursday night probably the greatest regret of my life but uh the uh so I was pumped for Saturday night but the best part was I walked in and turned to the right and see uh <laughs> establishment owner Paul Lee back in the back flipping a burger this was prior to the show starting of course and I saw him and I noticed that uh, well that guy has a lot of blonde hair. <laughs> I thought, well that's that's definitely Paul Lee and uh so he's a man of many hats, along with many businesses. He is seven. My the most impressive thing of the weekend, um one, I, I tear my calf muscle just by running the ropes. We show up and the Paul Lee informs me. He said, Boy, that wrestling ring whipped your ass the other night, didn't it? And then this fifty-eight early 60-year-old man proceeds during his match after flipping burgers. He grabs the top rope and does a front flip out of the ring onto the floor onto a guy. That was impressive. He, he hit a disaster kick. I mean, I was impressed. I thought it was actually – I've been to a lot worse wrestling shows. I thought the wrestling was above definitely what we thought we were walking into. That move that you're talking about specifically was – pretty unbelievable for a like you said a 65 year old dude to do that when there's a table a full family of people literally four feet like one one wrong move and there's lawsuits all over that place and, and he well, nailed also, it. He, he's also the attorney in ringgold georgia that's one of his businesses <laughs> that's one of the seven can we talk about a different uh business in ringgold I'm uh, talking yep. about the uh, barbecue restaurant we went to on Thursday night prior to the turnbuckle. Hey, Boyd, Boyd, I know you weren't there, but if you go to a barbecue restaurant, you ask the waitress, hey, w what should we get? We're new here, never been here. What should we get? And she gives you a one-word answer, a brisket. That's it, one word, brisket. What would you order? <laughs> oh, definitely the brisket, I guess. Is that well, That's what any reasonable and rationable person would uh, rationable that's a good word but They're rational there were any six, rational yeah there were six of us there uh five of us ordered the brisket plate uh with various sides uh the other person who's hosting the podcast tonight orders the chicken nachos uh chicken nachos they get to the table he takes one bite he leans over he goes and these chicken nachos taste like shit <laughs> and i lean over i'm like this brisket's really effing good. <laughs> that brisket was so good. It said smoked chicken, and I thought to myself, I'm trying to eat a little bit cleaner this week. I don't know why I even thought that. That's the dumbest thing ever. And I ordered a side of okra, and I'm not kidding you. They brought me a quart of okra. It was amazing. <laughs> Kenny Gooch is sitting there with his little sad, sad side of okra. They brought me like a cereal bowl full of fried okra. Chicken at the brisket restaurant. Hey, Dude, years ago, fantasy football weekend. Man, years ago, I took my dad to Chicago, and he went to the restaurant. He went to the restroom, and we're it's 2 a.m. We'd been out listening to music, went to a baseball game. And I said, Dad, I, I got it. And for, I don't know what it is about restaurants. It's, we're at a Mexican restaurant. I walk up to the counter and order chicken wings. <laughs> I'll never forget my dad's <laughs> face. It was just – he was amazed, disappointed, and all in one. That was me that Thursday night. <laughs> now we went to another good restaurant on saturday morning that diner oh now that i knew that place was going to be good when we rolled in and every parking space was filled by a truck yes sir I said, oh it's going to be a good saturday morning breakfast that was bailey's barbecue okay and they, they, that was good i give, i give the food in ringgold georgia 10 out of 10 oh it was great Hey, well, you missed the Sunday uh, Sunday brunch. Farm to fork. Farm to fork. So I, I, I was driving. Somebody did text me a picture. I think Cullet texted me a picture. So you guys went there. Was it good? Oh, so good. It was, 
We should have went there. Uh, was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday night. Saturday night they yeah. had uh, filet and scallops was their special. Man, when I think Ringgold, Georgia, I think scallops. Well, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like was, it's right up your alley. Was Paulie back there cooking up the scallops, a little sauteed? It was a little yeah. too high class for him. <laughs> Hope he never hears this. He will kick our ass. Hey, so I did look up Paul Lee on Google, and uh, there's a WCW match with him and a wrestler called PM Don. No, PM News. I'm sorry. PM Don was the rapper at the time. So PM News was the uh, corresponding shtick in the WCW to the rap star. And uh, PM News goes in and just throws Paul Lee all over the ring. It's the biggest job I've ever seen in my life. Really? Oh yeah, it's a it's an interesting watch though. We're gonna have to pause this podcast so Cole can uh, watch it real fast. Holy (laughs) moly, that's a big old boy! (laughs) So what's funny is it's a four minute video. (laughs) That that match is gonna go pretty quick. (laughs) It's literally just a bunch of suplexes and Paul Lee just running around getting destroyed. I think we put a pin in the old uh, turnbuckle. One, one last thing is I did bring back the stand-up cutout of Paulie, the life-size cardboard oh, yes. cutout. Uh, it stayed in the living room. He scared the heck out of people checking on the house while we were at our national meeting. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's it's going to be hard to ever describe adequately the turnbuckle bar and grill. I, yeah. I, can't, I, I don't have words. You just had to be there. We didn't even talk about the, the security guard bouncer guy that took the bump. Uh, we did, also didn't talk about them auctioning off the referee spot for the uh, for the main event. Oh, I got to tell this story. Okay. <laughs> also, we didn't talk about me being a part of the action. Cole was a part of the action, too. He got the guy sitting on him, but the, they used my foot as a turnbuckle, a literal turnbuckle to uh, throw someone's face against. But the best part was Paul Lee auctioning off the special guest referee of the night spot. And a kid next to him, I say kid, he's probably mid-20s, but really, really, really wanted to be the special guest referee (laughs) to the point where it became a bidding war to where when it got to like $50, Cole and I made eye contact, and I knew immediately (laughs) – I knew immediately we were going to like $300, <laughs> but uh, it kind of got sad after a while and we had to let Austin have it. And now I, he, I feel even, I feel even worse. Cause we bid that guy up to like a hundred dollars. <laughs> I think it was 130 bucks. <laughs> His kids aren't going to eat. Oh. oh, he looked at it. He, he told somebody, he's like, please don't tell my wife about this. <laughs> he was, he was pretty good though. Oh, he had some good uh, ring action for sure. He'd been he'd been in the ring before. Yeah, this this definitely wasn't his first uh, auction that he's won as far as special guest referee. You think so? This is I experienced. I think it was a nightly thing with him. I think he was a plant to run the bid up, but jokes on them. <laughs> what about your raffle ticket win? Oh yeah. Oh geez. Oh man. So we were we were doing. Uh, I think it was one dollar raffle tickets. Uh, I can't remember if I bought five or ten tickets because I was like, ah, I'm going to get some wrestling gear because they were selling all this wrestling memorabilia. I was excited about wrestling gear. So he calls out the winner. I'm like, oh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. They have wrestling uh, gear all over this restaurant, by the way. It's literally the walls, walls covered in posters, yeah. everything. So there was like 10 or 12 winners. I can't remember what the number was. Uh, probably 12. Sounds right. He named the 12 winners. Some lady won like five different times. Uh, she bought, she might have spent her uh, life, uh, savings. life savings on this raffle. Here comes Paul Lee with this grin and a big old box. And I'm like, man, I'm about to get a turnbuckle t shirt. Let's go. Pulls out the uh, cheapest well whiskey that you could imagine. I think it's Kentucky Duke or something. I've never heard of it. It's so bad. <laughs> and it has little uh, lights inside of it, so you can light it up. Uh, it's in my car still. Uh, my kid was riding with me. He's like, what's that, Daddy? And I'm like, it's not important. Just ignore it. 
<laughs> I don't have a good story on this one. My kids came home and saw the cutout. Didn't even say anything about it in the living room. They ignored it. Like it wasn't just oh. another day. <laughs> what a trip. That's when you know you're living a good life, Cole. Something tells me the turnbuckle will come up in every podcast from now on in some capacity. Probably yeah, so. It will. Yeah. It comes up every day of my life. So, <laughs> so Chris, we talked about turnbuckle. What have you been doing for the past two years? Had a little little moves. There's been some changes. I've been moving. Yeah. Uh, out of Manchester, I live in Columbia. Uh, job went from automotive to industrial kitchens. Um, kids started kindergarten today, so kids are starting to grow. Uh, time's starting to fly. Uh, I had an albatross in Ringgold. Uh, Harry Potter? Nice. Albatross. I, I remember when you got it. I was like, that sounds like a Harry Potter term. <laughs> Chris, for, um, our view, for our viewing audience and listening audience, probably need to explain what an albatross is, bud. Okay. I got a two on a par five. Uh, Boom! 215 yards out. Four hybrid. Uh, looked good the whole way. I didn't see it go in the hole. I uh, thought I was maybe a little long because it wasn't on the green. We looked over the green, didn't see anything. So I was like, oh, let's do the courtesy walk to the hole like it's going to be in there or something. And I was like, oh, shit. There it is. So, uh, yeah. There it is. What, albatross. What what clubs you hit on that? I hit my four hybrid. It's my that magic, trust, that magic, that magic stick. The magic stick. It was, uh, yeah, it was very magical. For the less educated, uh, that's a one in six million shot. It's more rare than a hole in one. Facts. Impressive. I'm impressed. And we didn't get it registered or anything. Chris just looked at the ball. We're all jumping up and down except for Chris, and he goes. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. It walks back to the golf cart. <laughs> Guilty. Unbri- unbridled joy. You could see it all over his face. <laughs> yeah. So am I hosting this thing? Yeah. It's all you, Cole. You can't put me on the spot tonight. So let's it's talk some NFL football. I could do a turn and talk about Premier League soccer. Definitely gotten into that over the past two years. And by the past oh. two years, I really mean the past four weeks. Okay. Season started <laughs> so much better than American NFL football. Um, you can watch a game in two hours. This These was boys. Cole's uh, last appearance on Sports Nuts and Beer Guts podcast. So hope you all enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> so we can just talk about Fulham. We can talk about Brighton. Um, Leeds, what about uh, Richmond? Richmond FC. That's one. You know, I don't know any of the players' names. There's one goalie they call him the Ice Man. Maybe it might be the ice box even. Not really sure. But um, I'll probably start another podcast called uh, Fit Stomachs and Big Balls or something um, since I am into Premier League soccer now. And that's what we'll talk about on that podcast. I thought you were going to say you're into big balls. And I'm like, yeah, we've known for a while. To go back to Turnbuckle for a second, Chris blessed <laughs> the Turnbuckle Bar and Grill with a karaoke song while we were there. Chris, would you like to tell everybody what that was? I did. Uh, some chocolate salty balls. <laughs> if you don't know it, just Google it. <laughs> South Park reference right there. Make sure to include South Park when you Google it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, NFL football, Chris, kick it off for us. Okay. We're going to chug, sip, and pour, right? We've got a little chug, sip, and pour. Let's go. We're just going to go through the uh, NFL uh, division, starting with the AFC because uh, that's where the Titans play. Uh, It's the best division because of that. So, yeah, we're just going to go through. Uh, Cole, since he's hosting this, we'll say who the favorite is to win the division. We'll just chug, sip, and pour uh, them actually winning the division. If we uh, sip it or pour it, we may give an alternative of, hey, this team, like for instance, AFC South, the Colts are the favorite. Uh, we all know the Titans are winning that, so I would pour that out, and I'm going to say the Titans are winning it. So, yeah. Well, first off, we got the AFC East. We got the Bills. The Bills. The Bills. Chris, you going to chug them, sip them, or you going to pour those Bills? I'm going to chug them. Uh, they they look good. They The season ended uh, pretty rough last year. Uh, that was an epic game between them and the Chiefs. Uh, they had that taste that they were so close. Uh, it's I think it's going to drive them to success. I think they're winning by a lot. So, yeah, chugging that one. Okay. You big Josh Allen fan? 
not really, but uh, I would say uh, in comparison to Tua, Mac Jones, and whoever the hell the Jets have at quarterback, Joe Flacco, week one, I think it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big Josh Allen fan. Gotcha. All right, Boyd, are you I'm chugging it, to, sipping or pouring it? Going to have to chug the bills with everybody else in that the division down, I think. The Pats are down. I think the Jets are just the Jets, and then the the Dolphins with two. I guess they're down. Who knows? But the I, I like the Bills. They got that guy that caught four touchdowns in a game. Uh, I figure he might catch some more touchdowns this year as well. Gabe Davis. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to chug the Bills as well. Um, I'm actually going to have a uh, well. I'm not going to bury that prediction here shortly, but uh, I'm going for the Bills for sure in the AFC East. Next up, we've got in the AFC North, we got the Ravens at plus 145. McClure, chugging, sipping, or pouring the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens. I like Lamar. I think it's a bounce back Lamar year. He's gonna he's gonna run, he's gonna pass, he's gonna get some yards, they're gonna win 11, 12 games and be good. I'll take the I'll chug the Ravens. Okay. All right. Call it. I'm gonna sip the Ravens. Uh, I think the Bengals could have a little uh, Super Bowl hangover where they, they expect to win it. Uh, like Boyd said, a bounce back year for Lamar Jackson. He's going to get paid. Uh, he's looking at Deshaun Watson's uh, contract and going, hey, I need more than that. Uh, I think the Ravens are kind of pigeonholed and forced to uh, do that. So I'm going to sip it. I think it's going to be a close division. Uh, the Steelers, uh, God bless bless them. Uh Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, but uh, it's a possibility this year uh, for sure. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this might be Mike Tomlin's last year coaching the Steelers. Oh, I think Ooh, it's going to be the, takes. definitely the worst season that we've ever seen him um, leading the Steelers. And I'm going to say this will be his last year as head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to go with the – well, I'm going to sip it. You know, I, I think we could definitely do worse, but I'm all in on the Bengals. In the AFC North, um, I'm a Joe Burrow guy. I, I think he, he makes he's just somebody fun to watch. I think once Mr. Brady is finally decides to hang it up after this season, he's going to be your your NFL quarterback. That everybody likes to talk about that's um, out there every single Sunday and just a big personality. He does have that charisma around him, like the LSU the season at LSU that was so special. Uh, there's something yep. about him that's pretty contagious. I think he's a winner. Uh, I do like him. So yeah, Paul Lee vibes for sure. You know, uh, that's the vibes I was looking for. Yeah, I just worry and, about Burrow. Just counting Burrow as a as an in every year because it's. I mean, look at Marino in '84. He never got back. So nice callback there. You like that? You like that Marino '84 callback? Marino '84. Yeah, I remember those days. Where's that? Where's that knowledge coming from? Are you texting Matt Hickman right now? <laughs> AFC South, you got the Indianapolis Colts. AFC South, you're going to chug, sip, or pour the Colts winning the AFC South, call it. I've already said this one. I'm going to pour it out. Go tits, uh, Titans, uh, all the way. They were the number one overall seed in the AFC last year. Uh, I don't see why they're not going to win the division. I know the Colts have Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan hasn't looked good in several years. Uh so, I mean, he is probably better than Carson Wentz, but so what? Uh, Ryan Tannehill, people, people talk like he sucks. Uh, he's not a terrible regular season quarterback, so we're not talking about the playoffs right now. So, And Derrick Henry's going to be back, beast mode. He's he's He was really good last year. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I went there. I went there, no, Cole. No. I went there. I went there. There's one beast mode, and that's Marshawn Lynch, and you watch it. So I'm I'm all in on the Titans and in, in the AFC South. All right, how about you call it AFC South Titans? Chug sip boy, you're one to ask. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not very good at this hosting oh. thing. You're all right. I think the Colts are going to be good. I think that. So I have to sip this one, but I'm also going to cheer for the Titans. Of course, Derrick Henry being back, no injuries right now. Hopefully, he can just beast mode it. In quotes. He's like hopefully he can do that. I don't know about Tannehill and the whole. Hopefully deal we're not talking about so. drinking and driving beast mode in it. <laughs> yeah. Alleg- allegedly. Hey, who could eat more Skittles, Derrick Henry or Marshawn Lynch? Marshawn Chris Lynch Black. can do. 
your mother's ass. All right. <laughs> AFC West. Oh, wait. Well, I guess I need first I need to say I'm gonna port Titans up all the way in the AFC South. AFC West, we got the Chiefs coming in at plus 160. I'll go first on this one on Chuck Zip Report. I'm going to pour that out. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a lackluster season. Um, I'm tired of him. His wife looks annoying. And uh, I just don't have a good good feeling about the Chiefs this year. I think Travis Kelsey's starting to get up there a little bit. And I, just, I don't see them being a, a big team this year uh, like everybody anticipates. I think it's almost one of those things which is the Chiefs, you know, because it's the Chiefs. But I think this year true colors come out, and um, I'm going to pour that out. Boyd, what's your hot take? Chuck Zipper pour on the AFC West with the Chiefs. So if it's the Chiefs, I'm going to have to sip because I got I, I like Mahomes. I think he's the best quarterback in the conference. But I also like Carr, and I also like Herbert. And I think they're good too. So I can't say that those teams couldn't just make a push and the Chiefs might fall. So I'll sip it on the Chiefs. I'm, I'm not hot or cold on them at all. Gotcha. Okay, what about Mr. Chris Cullett? Are you chug sipping or pouring the Chiefs? I'm going to sip. Uh, I think the AFC West is the best uh, division in football. I think the Broncos getting Russell Wilson. Uh, I think they're kind of sleeper-ish. Uh, I think uh, the Chargers, Justin Herbert, his first two years in the NFL have been historic based on numbers, uh, not necessarily wins. Uh, there's something about the Chargers that seem cursed. So assume Austin Eckler is going to tear the ACL week four. Uh a few more injuries that'll pop in there. So uh, the Chargers are good. Uh, and like Boyd said last year, our car was good last year. Uh, they had Devontae Adams to that team. I think there's a good chance three of these teams are making the playoffs. Uh, and I don't know who's going to win the mm. division, but it's going to be, I think if you go 10 and seven, you have a great chance to win the division because those teams are going to beat up on each other during the season. So yeah, I think the 10 sevens, you may have, you may have one ten and seven or two ten and sevens and nine and eight and then eight and nine or something like that. So I think it's going to be real competitive. Yeah, real competitive. A lot of good teams coming out of the AFC West because I know what I'm is talking Russell, about. Is Russell going to be good? I sure as hell hope so because that's what my fantasy team is based on. Uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, and Jerry Judy. <laughs> oh, Russell. In the NFC West, we've got the Dallas Cowboys. Dim boys coming NFC in East. at – I'm sorry, NFC East, plus 140 Cowboys. Call it Chug, Sip, and Report. I'm in a poor because I think the Eagles win it. Um, I think Jalen Hurts gets hurt, and Gardner Minshew uh, shines for the Eagles. So, uh, Also, the Eagles have A.J. Brown. Uh, love that guy as a Titan. Wish he was still a Titan. Uh, so I think he, I think a combination of him, the defense is kind of revamped. Uh, they they defense kind of had some youth. Uh, they went heavy in the draft there. So yeah, I'm going to pour the Cowboys in on chugging the Eagles. How about you, Boyd? You going with the Washington Commanders? Unfortunately, I'm not going with the Commanders, uh, but I will sip on the Cowboys. I bet and, you. Uh, <laughs> You darn tootin'. The uh, the uh, Cowboys, I, you know, I got to say that Dak's probably the best QB in that conference too, so that's, again, what I'm going with. I think the Eagles are probably going to be really good, even if Hurts is average. But uh, So I think it could go either way, but I could see the Cowboys winning more games than them, so I'll sip it. Yep. I'm actually going to chug it and say Cowboys are going to actually be the best one. They're going to actually stand out this year. Look at the Eagles. You know, I – it's either them or the Eagles, either way you look at it, because I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Next up, we've got the Packers coming out of the NFC North at negative 155. McClure, Aaron Rodgers, still at quarterback for your Green Bay Packers. Are we chugging, sipping, or pouring? That might be my chug of the year there. I think the Packers got to roll in that division hard. I don't, I don't see any competition. Coming from uh, you got Vikings, Lions, Bears. What quarterback is beating Rodgers in that division? So I'm chugging, Mr. Chris Cullett. I have a feeling you're going to be chugging as well. I'm pouring. Whoa, shocker! <laughs> he heard I'm, you in uh, a Rogan interview or something. 
<laughs> who you got? Who you got? I, I'm going with uh, I'm going with the Vikings. I think uh, the Vikings have some talent there. Uh, not the biggest Kirk Cousins fan, but I think I think Mike Zimmer had been there. Uh, I love Mike Zimmer as a coach, but he's one of those coaches that's gonna uh, beat you down, beat you down, beat you down, and eventually get so beaten down that uh, you stop. I guess he stops his impact stops. Like, I mean, it becomes a negative impact. He, he just stops getting his message through the players. The players quit on him. I think the coach having a new coach, just a new voice in the room, uh, will give some energy to the team. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is like 38 years old, something like that. So he was MVP uh, last year, though. I know I he's mean, 38. He's due to get hurt at some point. Uh, and what do you say? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You're good. No, what are you saying? So how many times can you run it back with Cousins, though? Well, uh, obviously this year they're going to run it back. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. It's it's been a it's been quite a while. What has it you, been a dec- decade with Cousins with no playoff wins, or I mean no I, playoff uh, success? Uh, maybe something like that. Uh, yeah, I just I think I think it's uh, I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to chug the Vikings. I think they're going to shock the world. I'm going to chug it with the Packers. There's something to be said. You know, I respect another 38-year-old man who has success like myself um, in Aaron Rodgers. And uh, I think he's got a chip on the shoulder still. I think he's got something to prove. And um, I'm going Aaron Rodgers uh, all the way for the Packers in the NFC North this year. NFC South. Wonk, wonk. We've got the Bucks. Chris, Chuck, sipping or pouring. Tom Brady's Buccaneers. I, I just hate old quarterbacks, so I'm going to pour this one also. Uh, I think the offensive line's beaten up. I think they're missing three or four starters already. Uh, they're already out for an extended period of time. Keeping 45-year-old Tom Brady on two two legs uh, and uprights, pretty important. Uh, I don't like any other team in that division, so uh, give me some uh, Jameis Winston eating some Ws. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints. Licking him fingers. <laughs> Eating them okay. dubs. So Saints is who I'm going with, and it's just the offensive line. I think offensive line is important, and the Bucks is just not good. McClure, what's your hot take in the uh, NFC South? As much as I like famous Jameis, I'm going to have to uh, chug this one with, with Brady and the whole crew, and it, it doesn't matter if Godwin's hurt or whoever's whatever. They'll just throw it in and – Make the playoffs at least, so I'm going to chug the bucks on that one. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to pour this, and it pains me to say it. I really wanted Tom Brady to come back and have a stellar year. Uh, Brand-new coach, um, no Gronk. Like Chris said, beat-up line. A lot of stars already not not ready to go. I'm afraid this is the year that Tom is going to look back and say, I should have just hung it up when I did. I I think there's also something with uh, Brady – Announcing retirement and having second thoughts. I think once you, once you act on that thought of retirement, I think it's, uh, I, I think you lose some kind of competitive fire once you do that, and it's hard to get that all the way back. I'm really surprised that Gronk didn't come back with him. I'm still trying to figure that one out. I, I just felt like they were, a, you know, combo deal type, de- you know, thing. So we'll see what happens there. Who's he throwing to? Who's his main? Who's his? Who's his wide receiver one? Mike Godwin. Evans. Mike Evans is still there. That's true, too. But, man, what is he going now? 10, 11 years in the league? He's getting old. Yeah, he's getting up there. Um, last but not least, we got the NFC West. We got the Rams coming in at plus 125. McClure Boyd, what do you got? Chug, sipping, or pouring? Let's see. I got to think I'm going to chug, but I need to look and see who all's in the division for the with the Rams. You got the Seahawks. 49ers. Uh, so that quarterback for the – tell me if that quarterback for the 49ers is going to be any good. Trey Lance? Yeah. Uh, flip a coin. That'll be his t- – tell you what you know. Could be good, could be terrible. I don't – I think it's going to be one or the other and not much in between. I got to imagine I'm going to chug on them just to – with the uh, champs coming back, good quarterback, good receivers, Aaron Donald. Call it Chuck Zipper Report. Uh, I'm gonna sip. Uh I think there's a good chance them and the 49ers uh will will be in it up till the end. I think 
this is going to be Kingsbury's last year in Arizona. I think they're going to do their typical, and they may start off six and two, have a hot start, and then finish the season with a losing record. Uh, Seattle's a train wreck. They're terrible. Geno Smith's the starting quarterback. Uh, Pete Carroll Carroll's a terrible coach. So, uh, yeah, I think I think Seattle's definitely out of it. Uh, yeah, Forty Nineers. How's he a quarterback? Starting quarterback? Yes. They have to be tanking. That's the only logical. I mean, they're definitely tanking, trying to get a, a number one overall pick. I don't even know what college quarterbacks coming out next year. Uh, They'll be better than Joe Smith. It's hard to be worse. So yeah, I think the forty nine. I love Kyle Shanahan. So so my sipping is I love McVay. I love Shanahan. I think they're two good coaches. I think you'll the results will be very similar. So I'll sip it. Uh, I think they both make the playoffs though. Gotcha. I'm I'm gonna chug that. Um, I think the Rams definitely in the playoffs. If not, you know, probably in the Super Bowl. I'm gonna say up against the Bills. I'll just go right into it. I got Rams Bills Super Bowl. McClure, who do you got in the Super Bowl? Let's see. I'm I'm thinking about that right now, so I'm gonna have to go. Uh, I'll go Rams Titans home team. Okay. <laughs> go Tits. Rams Titans. <laughs> for the Chris, for the children listening, could you please say Titans? Yeah. Go Tits. Ah, uh, Super Bowl prediction. This is a tough one. I'm gonna go Buffalo Bills. I think they were so close last year. I think they want to get back. I, I think the motivation's there. So, I'll go Bills in the, oh NFC. NFC is bad. Uh that's why the Rams will go back. So what about the tits versus the, the tits versus the Packers. Yeah, uh, I don't like the Packers. Uh, I refuse to say anything good about the Packers. Uh, just in case James listens to this podcast, y'all don't know James, but he's a a buddy of mine. Diehard Packers fan. He lives and dies by the Packers. So uh, I don't want to say anything what, nice about them. What's your son's name? James. Jameson. 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 Okay. Yeah. I love my son. Damn it. Uh, let me go. Oh, this is so tough. I'm going to go 49ers, uh, Bills. Uh, Bills with Bills winning it all. Hey. I ride Josh Allen. I love all the Bengals hate on this podcast. I'm just glad Logan couldn't do this, so I don't have to hear this this or his Bengals love and how they beat the Titans in the playoffs last year. Uh, I don't have to hear that gloating. So, one thing we could talk about is NCAA football. Does 2023 will be coming out next year? It's like with a video game, Dynasty, yes, Return of the Dynasty. Cannot that's wait. That's what we. That's what we uh, need to determine if it's going to be the PS5 or an Xbox. I read the list price for that's going to be like one hundred twenty dollars though. It's not going to be your regular run of the mill video game. They're jacking the price up. That's probably to pay those college football players, which I'll gladly pay my money. Uh, No, are we are we doing PS five or Xbox? What are the pros to those? This is this is an important discussion right now. I mean, Xbox you have Microsoft, right? PlayStation still Sony. I feel like Xbox to me has been better i haven't played a lot there's one game i play i have an xbox is dead red redemption 2 um i feel like a lot of times with those when they first come out whatever they come out with a new system there's not as many bugs and issues as i hear about playstations that's about the hottest take i got on that i've been a playstation guy but uh only because of uh i don't want to put money in the coffers to have bill gates buy up all the farmland in the country you want to send it to China? <laughs> I think it's Japan, uh, damn it. China. So uh, I, I just like the X and the O. I like those little buttons. Hugs and kisses? Mm-hmm. I don't have an opinion. I, I, this is like one of these things where I feel really old because I'm, I don't even know like a PS5 existed really until we started talking about which one are we getting. So <laughs> I feel like the old person now. I think we should get on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I'd love it on that. I think that uh, console gaming is like an old person thing to do now, right? Like, does that even kids are just like on YouTube all the time? True. And I can apparently I can play and people will watch me play it. Cole, could you imagine how much money we could have made back in college? And everybody used to play that game. People could just watch you play Man. NCAA football naked in a beanbag chair eating Cheetos, <laughs> oatmeal cream pies, You're playing dynasty football all day. Oh. 
bunch of dudes those, around. Those were the you days. Could, you could have a Twitch account and an OnlyFans account all at the same time. Speaking of those were the days, here's a question that I've been thinking about, and somebody actually posted about this on Facebook tonight, so it's definitely on more people's minds than you might think. If you could bring back one item from the old dollar menu era back in our college days, you only get to bring out one item that was on the original dollar menus at McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, nothing's ever cost a dollar because it's fantastic. But what would be the one item you would bring back on a dollar menu? Chris, I'll kick it to you first, then I'll go. And then McClure's going to go last because I feel like he's going to have the most thoughtful answer. Actually, I'll go. I'll go and go first because I yeah I go first. Cool. I'm going with the junior bacon cheeseburger. Solid. It's a cheeseburger. There's bacon. There's lettuce. It covers all the food groups. You get some mayonnaise on there too. You could crush about two or three of those. Two or three bucks is all it's going to cost you, and you're full. You could eat on those things like every single day. As a college student, you spend ten to fifteen bucks a week, and that could just get you through it, right? And I thought they were fantastic. Whitney and I went out the other night with some friends. We were coming back to the house at about midnight, and I look over and I was like, "Wendy's is still open," and we decided to have second dinner and go through the drive-through and got a couple of junior bacon's. Bliss, absolute bliss. So I'm bringing back the junior bacon cheeseburger. I can feel that bliss. I can I can feel it right now. It came through. It's palpable. Did it? The look on my face, pure joy. Cull it. If you could bring Ugh. one back, what would it be and why? Ah, uh, I don't know. I I did like the junior bacon cheeseburger growing up, uh, but as an adult, I hate the junior bacon cheeseburger. I don't know. Don't know why. I just uh, the last couple of times I've got one, I've been like, I don't know why I like this as a kid. So I don't know if it's just the ingredients are way worse now or. Or what? It's those or, damn farm to table restaurants getting y'all soft. Maybe. Uh, so I'm going to go in left field and say the McDonald's chocolate dipped ice cream cone. They had that on the dollar menu. Uh, we're talking, I don't know, five to eight years ago, something like that. Uh, and anything with chocolate, like a chocolate dipped cone, is just perfection to me. So uh, it's not really a. F- not really a traditional burger, chicken nuggets, or anything like that. But uh, I know whenever I would travel, I would stop usually at a gas station with a McDonald's combo, and I would get a uh, one or two uh, chocolate dip cones for myself. Number three. Come on now, I only have two hands. So I've got a question. Are those the ones that's like soft serve ice cream that makes a hard chocolate shell? Yes, that's All it. Right. That's a good call. I, I wasn't was, aware of it being on the dollar menu, though. It, it was at McDonald's for a limited time. And the thing is, like, <laughs> so the the thing is with those, well, like, the, the chocolate dip is you, you have to get it, like, you have to be like, hey, can you wait to dip it until I get up there and pay? So I'm, like, getting it hot, and it's, like, gooey at the first. And then it, when it gets, the harder it gets, the worse it is. Uh, That's what she said. <laughs> yes, thank you. But, uh, yeah, so as far as that goes, you just have to – uh yeah enjoy it soft <laughs> always do McClure, so if you could bring back about. one dollar menu item from our old college days what would it be and why yeah so this was i was i was a taco bell head hey uh you know the I got uh, a suggestion for you boy before you make this final one this is gonna be tough don't say any arby's it's not arby's <laughs> what about a 49 cent banana milkshake <laughs> 49 cent banana milkshake. Oh man. You know you're interested. You you must be talking about the checkers slash rallies. 49 cent banana milkshake. Oh man. Which rallies. Is, that's got we don't have one in town anymore, but it's gotta be the worst uh worst item I've ever purchased in my life. But the banana milkshakes in general just don't sound very good. But it, 40 49 cent ones. So, would you prefer rallies or Arby's? Probably rallies. <laughs> I love your Arby's hate. <laughs> so, uh, for the dollar menu stuff, I we were Taco Bell people. Uh, my people were, and uh, we were uh, we would go <laughs> and do the uh, fourth meal, and uh, 
when you're talking about the dollar menu, though, you got you got to look at caloric. Like how how many calories you gonna get out of this? How much how much bang for your buck, so to speak? So, the double decker taco. Ooh. It used to be, it used to be on the dollar. It was like a dollar twenty something. It wasn't like truly a dollar, but it was on that menu. So it's got the beans, it's got the meat, it's got the cheese, got everything. And I'll you can get talking, real filled up. Yeah, Taco Bell, you can still eat there like a king for about five bucks. Um, I went in there the other day. I think I spent five dollars and change. Got the cheesy bean and rice burrito, a potato taco, and then like a cantina crispy chicken taco. I got it for five dollars and sixty five cents. Yeah. It was it was fantastic. The cheesy bean and rice burrito used to be on the dollar menu for sure. Now it's like a dollar sixty nine. So it's almost probably the closest thing you get still to a dollar menu. I think Taco Bell probably has that. Remember when the the, the McDouble was a dollar? I remember that. That was on mine oh, too. Yeah. Oh, that was a good too. I did get like three of those. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember the McDouble. And there's some difference between there was at one point there was a double cheeseburger and a McDouble. And I asked what the difference was once. And apparently it's just one slice of American cheese. cheese. Yeah. (laughs) Double cheeseburger has an extra slice of cheese. You mean it wasn't the quality of meat? (laughs) Not apparently not. (laughs) Apparently it's just that extra slice of dirty cheese. It's all lips and ass. <laughs> well, boys, what else do we need to talk about tonight? It's been a while since we caught up, and five minutes before we went live, Chris Cullett told me I was going to be the host of the show, and you can probably tell. Didn't have a lot of time to prepare. Hey, I think you did a bang-up job, and I'm glad to see the uh, Sports Nuts and Beer Guts podcast back after a two-year hiatus. Two years? We haven't aged a day. I agree to disagree. Well, if we don't have anything else, guys, I'll leave you with this. If you drink, don't drive. Do the watermelon crawl. Do the watermelon crawl.